Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Welcome back to Great Lakes Confidential. Hi, Mike. I, I love it that you get so sing-songy when we do this. Like, we've been talking to each other for, I don't know, like, maybe about five minutes before we kicked off the episode. And then <laughs> we both were kind of like, hey, like a couple of Krusty the Clowns from The Simpsons going back yes. and forth. Like, yeah, this is the first time I've talked all day since George left. <laughs> How's your day? Oh, my day's been pretty lousy and everything. Welcome to Great Lakes Confidentials. Well, that's actually because I'm insane. So um, <laughs> thank you for no, noticing. It's, it's because you're a pro, Angie. <laughs> it's because you're a gosh darn pro. I'll accept that. I'll roll with that one for sure. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to do something special this week. Yeah, something what's that? that? Well, I've been covering a lot of really horrific things from Michigan's past. <laughs> People are probably like, is this a true crime podcast? I don't really understand. They're like, someone should increase Mike's antidepressant dosage because <laughs> I don't think it's working. No, it may be time for me to switch to a different medication. I, I agree. Well, you did an episode not too long ago uh, badass babes from Michigan's past. And I, I really liked that episode a lot because it, it really championed people that don't really unfortunately get enough press. So I know a, a badass babe from Michigan's present. And it's actually someone that we've referenced on the podcast before when we were doing the William Beaumont episode, I mentioned my coworker who always facts checks me fact mm, yeah. checks me. And then uh, if it's a really good story, she'll share it with her family members. So <laughs> that is my coworker, Lacey Caterino. And I, I sit right by Lacey and I knew that she uh, was involved with a nonprofit organization and I knew sort of like the broad strokes of what she does. The organization is called the Clean Love Project. So looking at her website at thecleanloveproject.org, the mission statement is right at the on the front. It says, our mission to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, 
and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. They have distributed almost 50,000 kits since they formed just shy of 10 years ago. They distributed almost 10,000 kits, just shy of 10,000 kits last year alone. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, they have 40 plus community partners and like in the broadest of strokes, what they do is Lacey puts together these kits of things that women might need, like, you know, toothbrush, toothpaste, as well as feminine hygiene products, which are sorely lacking in shelters. And it, it's weird because so many of my coworkers know me as the jokey comedian guy. Um, but I, I sat down with Lacey and we talked about this for about 15, 20 minutes so she could educate me and your listeners on what she does exactly. And I was absolutely blown away uh, to get all nerdy. One of the theses of the new Spider-Man animated movie is whether or not you need personal tragedy to be your call to action to heroism. And I don't want to ruin the interview at all, but Lacey's the moment in Lacey's life that is her call to action surprised me. And I think it really touches me in a way that I find hugely inspirational as well as I know you there are some areas that I feel like you maybe don't want to revisit. So I don't know if you've ever been in a situation like this where you needed to exit a situation very quickly. Mm. But if you have, I, I know that it is hard to remember the details when you are, your primary focus is just, you know, getting someplace safe. Survival. Yeah. So I thought what Lacey does is absolutely amazing. And I wanted to really shine a spotlight on her. And there is no bigger spotlight that I have access to than the one that you have privileged me to having as being your co-host for this podcast. Uh, And, you know, I, I know you slash we have a lot of listeners in the Michigan area and, you know, Lacey is a person who uh, she lives downriver. The primary focus of where she distributes the kits is the Metro Detroit area, but she does also distribute them worldwide when there are, you know, crises, crises uh, in the world. Um, but she is a local hero that I really wanted Great Lakes Confidential listeners to be aware of. And if you have the ability to help in any way, I know that, you know, they could definitely use the help. And I wanted to make sure that we got this one out because she is having an event where uh, she's actually having people go to the clean, uh, the clean love project uh, headquarters, which is her home (laughs) and um, physically stuffing kits they need volunteers for that. So, you know, even if it's a thing where people don't have the means to donate financially or to donate 
stuff for kits. You can also donate your time. So I wanted to make sure that we got this episode out before that next event. And uh, I, I think you're going to be really touched by this one, Angie. I'm excited. That, yeah. I, I know that you are a humongous champion of not only kindness, but of women uh, empowered to do kindness and strong women. And uh, Lacey is a, she's a badass babe for Michigan's uh, present. So awesome. Yeah. Maybe we can put out a, a call to action to our listeners, even if they can't physically be here to, to help out. Um, and I would love to, I mean, if the date lines up with, you know, me having some free time, I would, I will definitely sign up to volunteer, but um, otherwise, if we have, if they have like a, a GoFundMe link or however she gets money, um, yep. if we can put that out there, that would be great. Yep. There is a donate tab right on the website uh, where you can either make a donation. They have an Amazon wish list or a Kroger's reward way to donate. So, you know, that way people can donate directly via retailers. There are donation levels and they tell you what you can get, you know, anywhere between a 15 and $100 donation. And they even have Clean Love Project bracelets available on the website, too. So, uh, awesome. yeah, it's a uh, I, I have to say I, I touch on it in the interview. Lace. <laughs> so at work, Lacey and I both work the same shift. We both bring our laptops into work every single day. And she is actively making sure that women in need have everything they need in order to survive and maintain dignity. And I am using my laptop to edit both this podcast, the episodes that I'm hosting, or uh, any of the comedy podcasts that I've done. Uh, There's a good chance that while Lacey is working hard on making the world a better place. I am sitting in the break room working hard to make sure that the world has more fart jokes. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think it's important for the world to have balance and that kind of does it. So, yeah. Um, so sure. I think, I think you're both doing the Lord's work. Yes. <laughs> If she and I die on the same day and there is a heaven and a St. Peter, I hope he also has that sort of uh, generous spirit. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so tired. Drama. I'm going to keep yawning. I hope I don't keep yawning. It's okay. Yeah. She burps into it a lot, too. Um, so if you smell Diet Coke, mm, it's because um. that one's Allison's mic. <laughs> So I've actually mentioned you on the podcast before when I was doing the William Beaumont episode and I talked about my coworker who says, let me fact check this and then you'll fact check me. And then uh, I know that I've really done a good job of covering the most horrifically toxic masculinity of Michigan history if you share something I've told you with other family members. Absolutely. Uh, so <laughs> with that in mind, I, I think the William Beaumont episode was a win. You are the polar opposite of toxic masculinity. <laughs> I think you are a badass woman from Michigan's present. Thank you. Because you are 
a mom to a young child and as a dad to a young child, they are handfuls. We sit next to each other at work. You work full time. And it seems like every single moment that you have a down moment, you are busy working on what I assume, aside from your family, is your passion, which is your nonprofit organization. You always have your laptop going. You have had to leave to do interviews, more glamorous than this one, but I appreciate you doing this one too. <laughs> so uh, I'm hanging out with my friend and coworker, Lacey Caterino, which I realized because I'd never said your name out loud before. I was like, that almost sounds like a nickname I would call our cats. Like, come here, Caterino. <laughs> so uh, thank you it? for having me. I know the broad strokes of what the nonprofit does, but. I don't know the specifics. Sure. So the name of the nonprofit is The Clean Love Project. Okay. And what we do is distribute hygiene kits to women in need throughout the metro Detroit area. So our mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing those kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. We do that by partnering with multiple types of organizations such as um, shelters, transitional housing programs, um, resource centers, food pantries, and a lot of school districts now. I remember you saying one time that these are items that are in major need at shelters, which kind of surprised me. And, And maybe I'm incorrect on this, but I assume that a lot of shelters most of the people are women, so you would think that this wouldn't be so overlooked. You would think. You would yeah. think. So our, our kits include tampons and pads, mm-hmm. along with a toothbrush, a toothpaste, a deodorant, a new pair of socks, wipes, and a small zipper pouch. Okay. Um, they're all in a Ziploc bag, a gallon Ziploc bag. <clears throat> but these are the eight items that we've pretty much drilled down to are a necessity for a woman that may be coming from an unfortunate situation with nothing. Right. So anybody that's in a shelter or transitioning into a better life may not have much. And this kit isn't much, but it's something that they didn't have before. So the shelters that you just spoke of that don't really have tampons or pads it's ridiculous because most things that are donated to a shelter are like clothing Mm -hmm. and the hygiene products is like toilet paper and when somebody doesn't have pads or tampons that's one of the things they use but you know there's a lot of like male privilege in you know like I, i i joke about it a lot but you and I, and I've, uh, by design, have never said specifically where we work just because mm-hmm. my sense of humor and my comedy career, I wouldn't want you know <laughs> it to reflect on anything. But we work for one of the top female-owned businesses as listed by Cranes Detroit every year. And we work in an office where, with the exception of including the warehouse guy, there are (laughs) five men 
and I believe 26 women mm-hmm. working in the office. So I feel like I'm lucky that I get a little bit more insight, especially because my wife works with us too. So I know that there are times where even on a good day, if a cycle is off, you may be caught, you know, like, uh oh, mm. and, you know, stress can also change a cycle. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, you're even like, oh, this is getting close. You may still be unprepared. But if you're in a situation where you need to evacuate from where you were to transition to someplace better, it it just seems like such a crazy oversight to me Mm -hmm. that that wouldn't be like number one on the list of... right. But they're also very expensive items, and it's it's insane because... Oh, don't I know? I'm a good husband. <laughs> I've, I have bought those items. It's insane because these items should be... They should be, like, free in all public restrooms. That's, yeah. what's, that's what's being fought for right now in a lot of places. But, yeah, it's, it's mind-blowing when you... If you were to call a shelter up today, they'd be like, pads, socks, please. Okay. Like those are the two things how can people get in touch with you in order to help out so we have a website thecleanloveproject.org and on our website you can um you can actually request kits um if you're a organization that would like to distribute also if you are in need of product you can send an email like if you're an individual that is in need of product, you can send an email to myself um, at lcaterino at thecleanloveproject.org. We also have an Amazon wish list if you decided you wanted to make a donation through that and the, the product comes right to the Clean Love Project headquarters. And um, we also have an option on our website where you can make a monetary donation too. Oh, great. What is the area that you cover is it the metro detroit area or yep um within we've gone as far as grand rapids um but we we do tend to stay closer in the detroit area within about 20 miles or so um, because we have board members that um, live all around and so the board members help to distribute the kits to places that are that they live closer to um, so I make a lot of deliveries on my lunch break to places in Detroit or around Detroit. Um, so the Metro Detroit area is our main uh, distribution area. But we have we have um, helped women outside of the state during um, hurricane times. Okay. Um, and also, wow, yeah. So natural disasters. We have helped. Um, also, we have sent kits over to Africa with another organization that was going over there. Um, so oh, that wow. was that was really cool that we were able to help out internationally. Are there more organizations like you guys across the world, or like I'm just I'm I'm blown away, and I feel like. It's a shame that I'm 51 years old and I consider myself an ally and <laughs> I, I, I don't know how this has been such a blind spot for me. Let me answer what I think you're trying to ask. Okay. 
So our organization, we basically collect product and donations and we create these kits. We partner with these other organizations that actually have distribution programs and resources for the women to come in and, um, you know, when they're trying to better themselves or their lives, they have resources to find housing, to find food and uh, shelter for that time being. We, I consider the Clean Love Project like a teeny tiny baby organization because we're just giving these eight products and i know i'm not giving myself enough credit but i mean a hugely important you know i mean it, yeah there are many cogs in the with machine bigger yeah. organizations that's that's basically what i'm saying but there's a lot you are a superhero because you're <laughs> humble there are a lot of organizations that help in many many ways so our kits that are distributed through these organizations distribution programs are just a very small part of their story. Mm -hmm. So, and our story is just our kits. And so our story is the big, the big picture is how many women can we help and how many organizations can we partner with so we can reach more women because they're the ones that actually distribute. This may be hopefully not a prying question. And if it is, you can be like, eh, we'll cut this. How did you get involved with this? Because things seem to be going really well in your personal life. Like you, uh, <laughs> uh, you have a wonderful partner. And uh, uh, I also know that you and my wife are the same age. And, you know, your son is younger than our oldest son. <laughs> so you've obviously had a, a life before. But mm-hmm. you seem like things are yeah. coming up lacing now. Like... I had a lot of time before Anthony was born to do things. Okay. <laughs> for sure. But um, in 2015, mm. I um, witnessed a, a person experiencing homelessness with like blood stained pants. Okay. You know? And my one, just one of my friends and I were downtown. We were at a Lions game and we were walking back from it. And, and she was, this girl was sitting up against a building just kind of like in a daze. couldn't wasn't doing anything about Mm -hmm. her issue i didn't we didn't help her at that time but when we passed her i was like it was something like hit me and just like that's that's the moment that's the person that made me realize that i need to do something because i was able to i had the means and the time and you know and so from that day on um I basically was like, oh, I'll put some kits together and like just go hand them out on the streets. Oh, wow. And so I kind of just put out on Facebook, hey, this is my idea. Does anybody want to help? Sure. Some people sent me some donations. Some people sent me some product. And that year, we ended up putting 250 kits together because I made a little post right. on Facebook. I was just going to like put like 20 together, you know. So, and it just happened the one time that year. So it was just like around Christmas time, we ended up distributing them out. Just from then, from then on, it kind of spiraled. So the next year, everybody's like, let me know when you're going to do that again. You know, I'd love to help. And so just more and more people started contacting me. And then the next year we put 500 together and it was just the one time just kind of collecting throughout the year. And then 2017, 
it was not just the one time in the year. It was like multiple times throughout the year, people were like sending me stuff. People I hadn't seen in years. Yeah. Years sending me money, sending me product, you know, and they're like, I want to help distribute them out, you know. So at the end of 2017, I had some friends that were um, willing to be my board members. And Mm -hmm. so we turned this whole thing into a nonprofit at the end of 2017. Let me tell you, I didn't know how to run or even start a nonprofit. It was my specialty, Google. Yeah. It's nice to know that you are Googling things other than was Matt Anthony Wayne, namesake of Wayne State University, really a monster? Right. Yeah. uh, That's more interesting. That's interesting, though. You use Google for good, too. Yep. So 2017, we were born at the end of 2017. We became a 501c3 nonprofit. And let me tell you, it's... (laughs) It's hard because now you're a business. Yeah. Not just somebody putting some kits together and and handing them to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, okay, so now we have a board of directors. Now you have a budget. Now you have to do taxes. Now, yeah. you know, you have you have to figure out where you're going to spend your money on and and how to, you know, and 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 figure out what your mission is and what your vision is. I didn't realize that I thought this was an organization you were part of. I didn't mm. realize this is your oldest baby. Correct. Yeah. I'm the wow. founder and executive director. That is insane. And you, me. so when, when I started doing what I was doing in 2015, this was not in my mind that I would be running a nonprofit. Yeah. No. No. But here we are. <laughs> this is embarking on our 10th year of service, mm-hmm. 2024. Right. So we're super excited because right now I think I think we've distributed over almost 50,000 kits. Wow. Since 2015. Yep. And th- and this year's goal is 10,000. So <clears throat> I'm glad that it wasn't a first-hand thing that you had to experience that made you say, I don't want someone else to be in the position I was in. Which because, are a lot, is, is how a lot of nonprofits start. Because yes. that, you know, there's a lot of women that are like, this has happened to me. I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to help others because of what I went through. There is the <clears throat> empathy that you have for other human beings it's beyond being a superhero. Like you don't eventually you're going to find out that there are um, superheroes. There's one called Spider-Man. I know that they didn't have him back in Michael Landon times, but um, his uncle had to die in order to be his, you know, call to action. So I'm glad that you don't have an uncle Ben with great power comes great responsibility thing. You just have natural empathy towards people. And I am so inspired by you. We're going to put a link in the show notes for people to donate. Uh, again, they can donate uh, either goods or financially. What if someone wants to get involved? Like, I didn't realize in addition to everything I see you do mm-hmm. on your laptop here, you are also distributing things sometimes at lunch as mm-hmm. well. What if someone wants to get on the ground floor and help Volunteer you? Volunteer with us? Yeah, in the trenches. Absolutely. 
We have four events per year, okay. one one per quarter, and those events are um, assembling kits and in um, getting those kits ready for distribution. So. Um, our first event is actually February 24th coming up. It's at our Clean Love headquarters, which is my residence. Okay. Um, we have a very large pole barn in our, on our property, and that's where we, the space that we use for our events. Okay. Um, is super nice, and I'm very grateful that we're able to use that space. And so you can go onto our website currently and sign up through Eventbrite. Okay. Um, it's a free ticket and there are 50 spots open. So we have, there's usually between 30 and 50 people who volunteer at each event. Okay. And it's um, from 12 to 3 p.m. Okay. And we're going to be putting 2,000 kids together. Well, I'm going to make sure that this episode goes up well before then. So people can be part of that. And if... Uh, you listen to this episode after that, and you still want to donate, you can still go to cleanlove.org and do that as well, too. And The Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project.org. I'm an old man. Mm-hmm. There'll be um, the um, all four of the events, their dates will be up there. Okay. So if you do end up missing the, the one in February, you'll be able to see the next three dates, but you won't be able to sign up for them until about a month before. Each but you'll one. be able to at least see when they yep. are. That's awesome. Yeah. I am. Uh, I'm very honored to have you take the time out of you know your day that is so full uh, to sit down and talk to me. And so much of our relationship is just jokey, jokey, jokey at work. Uh, we don't have an HR department, so <laughs> the jokies are often very Great. inappropriate. Um, <laughs> I am so inspired by you as a human being and grateful that I've had this opportunity to actually talk to you and learn more about you and your story. I am so inspired by you and I cannot wait until our kids are older that they can come out with me and Allison and join you so we can be part of all of this. and. You are an incredible human being, and uh, I'm so glad that I get this opportunity to tell more people about all the good that you do. I appreciate it. Yeah. We do We do have a Instagram, a Facebook, and a Twitter X. Oh, very good. Yay. <laughs> um, so those are the socials that you can check us out at and like us, and you know, there, you can get more information on our Facebook than anywhere else about updates and stuff. Follow us and and help support our mission. I will begin donating. This is to you a and, donation. This yeah. what you're doing right now, even if it reaches one person, is one more. Person. Oh, this podcast is hugely. Uh, it's going to reach more than one person. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of listeners in Turkey as well, which I don't understand why people in Turkey <laughs> are that interested in things that go on in Michigan. But you know. Hey. And I hate to think that maybe people are learning how to speak English through me mm. because they're just going to say, you know, and um a mm. lot. If you're Turkish, don't listen. Don't listen to him. <laughs> if you're Turkish, please keep listening. <laughs> what did you think about her origin story? Like, that's superhuman empathy. 
Yeah, it is. And and from the perspective of a young girl, um, because I once was one, um, that's you're mortifying. still younger than me. <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah. Um, and you're still more some... of a girl than me. Uh, that's also <laughs> that's a fact, but maybe debatable. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, no. Uh, yeah, that's mortifying. I mean, yeah. um, I, you know, without getting too graphic for our listeners um, and too personal, which I, you know, I I'll share anything. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have many secrets, but um, I when I was growing up, I had very very bad and very heavy periods. And even though I had access to feminine products, um, there were messes often. And it was, it was, you talk about your dignity being stripped away from you. And the worst part about it is it's something that you can't control. Like we have zero control over that because it's just a function our body does. And to have other people, first of all, be aware that you're, experiencing your your monthly um is pretty embarrassing in and of itself but then to have people make fun of you because you've you've bled on yourself because you've bled through um it's not a very nice feeling so for her to step in and help to kind of restore that dignity for women um I think is really, really important because those are things that will stick with you for the rest of your life. Whether you're somebody that saw a young girl um, who had some sort of a, a bleed through accident, or you were that young girl, or even an older girl, it happens to people all the time. So um, for her to be able to help kind of restore that dignity, I think is super, super important. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to put all the info for everything that Lacey does in the show notes for this episode. I would love to cover more of these type of things. If people have more awesome superheroes in in my book that you would like us to shine a spotlight on, give us a call, leave us a voicemail and and let us know who we should be talking about. Or maybe you just want to give someone a shout out uh, that lives in Michigan and does something amazing. Leave us a voicemail. Yeah. And tell us about who you think is absolutely heroic. And Angie, what is the phone number that people can do that? Uh, you can leave us a voicemail at 313-489-0739. Yeah. And if you are shy and want to just leave us an email and tell us about someone that lives in Michigan that you think is a superhero, you can email us as well. And we will, with your permission, read it on an upcoming episode. Yep. And that is greatlakesconfidential at gmail.com. Yeah. And then you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Absolutely. Hey, we're going to have a rare guest appearance to close us out of this episode. Do you hey, want to say, you want to say goodbye to your best friend? Bye-bye. Bye-bye, I love you. Angie. I love you, buddy. I love you. well that was benjamin closing out this episode of great lakes confidential all right guys be safe out there watch for deer and text us when you get home say uh look out for flying deer flying deer